Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy Fitness Podcast, episode number 74. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. Guys, welcome back. I just want to start off by saying I have been not the best with uploading with the podcast. Let's be real. And it's interesting because for a while, I was beating myself up over it, but I had this realization that kind of made me take the pressure off of myself a little bit. And it's something that I'll offer up to you listening to this or anybody listening to this, because back in 2020, when I first started the podcast, obviously the world was shut down, right? Like COVID was going on. I wasn't working. I was just staying home. I really had nothing else going on. And I'm not saying that to be like, I had no life. But the whole world was forced to have no life, right? So I was able to crank this out. I was able to put all of my energy into it. I was able to work on my mindset course that I launched. I was able to do so much stuff during that time. And it's weird because I got in this headspace the last couple months of like, well, why am I not... Why am I not as diligent as I was back then? Like, why am I not showing up as much as I was back then? What's wrong with me? I almost even started going into that headspace, guys, which is not something that that I like to be in. And I kind of reverse engineered it. And I was like, you know what? Take a step back. I am doing so much more now than I was during that time, right? I'm working now. I have my TikTok that I am devoting so much of my energy into, uh, my Instagram still. I have so much other stuff going on that wasn't happening at that time. I also just moved across the country, which is like a huge deal. And um, I think I'm learning to kind of just be a little bit more kind to myself. So if you're out there like... I've been in this trap before of romanticizing a past version of myself and I just want you to know that that's the past, right? It's you can you can take the parts of yourself that you enjoyed. Like I loved how mo- how motivated I was and how disciplined I was. And you can kind of reverse engineer that and apply it to where you're at now. But we can't ever go back to something fully. And sometimes when we romanticize the past, we also fail to recognize that things may have been more difficult than They appeared to be with the rose-colored glasses, right? Like the world was shut down at that point. It was a horrible time. But, you know, I beat myself up because I'm like, I wasn't, I'm not producing as much, you know, for the podcast as I was back then. And I'm not doing as much in that regard. But I have to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm doing so many other things now that I wasn't doing back then. And the version of me back in 2020 would have been head over heels to have, You know, the following that I have on TikTok now, which in the grand scheme of things to a lot of people, they probably don't think it's that much. But like I have just over 15,000 followers now and I am so grateful for that. And I think back to who I was two years ago and how I would just be so happy to know that my messages were reaching that many people and that many people cared about what I had to share you know, about mindset and spirituality and and manifesting and everything. So just a little disclaimer or not even a disclaimer, but just something to throw out there. I feel like someone needs to hear that to stop beating yourself up. Stop romanticizing the past. And also, I'm sorry, but this camera, I'm trying to figure this out, guys. If you're watching this on YouTube, I have this issue with my camera where it'll go dark all of a sudden and then it kind of just like brings things into focus again. And I don't know if it's me moving around or was. So if any of you are tech experts with uh, Sony cameras, please let me know because I honestly don't know what I'm doing. Um, I just set it up and I just had a glitch in my microphone. It's Mercury retrograde. That's that's what's happening today. Okay, I got it. But what was I saying? Yes. So please be kind to yourself and remember that when you romanticize the past, 
you're removing yourself from the present moment and you're removing yourself from the potentiality of this moment to be as good as that past thing that you're putting on a pedestal. So for anyone out there that feels that way, uh, I feel you. I know how it feels, but I'm trying to move past that now and I'm trying to take the things, like I said, there we go again with this stupid camera, guys. I don't know what to do about this. Maybe I should get a little bit closer. We're going to try that. But um, anyways, you know, take the things that you found beneficial from that time that you're romanticizing and apply them to now, which is why I'm applying the motivation and the discipline that I had in that time period to my current situation. And I'm, you know, hoping that that's going to elevate my vibration. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. It's something that I've had a few friends ask me about and something that I've also dealt with, and that is having a gym crush. Uh, I think we've all been there before. If you if you say that you, um, if you're out here saying like, I don't have a gym crush or I've never had a gym crush, you're lying. You know what, guys? I also just realized that if I look at the viewfinder, instead of the lens, it um, won't go dark. This is so bad. This is like actually such a bad episode. Oh my God, guys. Mercury retrograde. Can we stop? You know what? I'm just going to keep going. And if it goes dark, I'm just going to keep talking. So anyways, gym crushes. What do you do? How do you navigate it? Um, I had someone send me a message about this. I'm going to keep their name uh, anonymous because, you know, I don't want to be putting anybody on blast. But I had somebody ask me about this specifically. So I just wanted to share with you what they said. Um, let's see. Okay. They said, since you're a fitness person, where do you stand on the hit on someone at the gym debate? Me personally, I would never do it in a million years. So I think there's a lot of layers to this. And I think it also depends on the situation. So I can tell you right now, for me personally, I am very shy. Like I'm the most extroverted introvert in the world, if that makes sense. Like I'm very talkative. I'm very chatty. Um, but when it comes to something like that, like if you're in a gym and like the idea of like approaching someone and hitting on them is actually terrifying to me. The one thing that I will say, in my opinion, is if you're in a big box gym, right? And everybody's got their headphones on, everybody's working out by themselves. That's a lot more difficult to navigate in terms of a gym crush. It's like, how do you even begin to approach that person? And I actually had a friend who did this recently, and I'm so proud of her for making the move. I'm not going to say her name or anything. So again, I'm not trying to expose anybody, but she actually went for it. They both had their headphones on, but like she saw him a lot and they would be there at the same time. And she just made the move. And I'm like, yes, girl. That takes confidence. That takes so much confidence, right? To be able to make that first move. But I think in that situation, if it's someone that you see there all the time and you're kind of getting a vibe, you're both checking each other out and you can sense that, right? Then go for it. If it's someone that like has never even made eye contact with you or isn't really giving you any indication that they would be interested, then... um. I would maybe just like wait that out a little bit or at least try to make eye contact with them. But, you know, body language is a powerful tool, right? I, I'm i pretty perceptive in that way and I like to pay attention to people's body language and if they're expressing any kind of interest through that. So, you know, pay attention to those little things like do they go to the same area of the gym as you? Do you catch them like looking at you? If you're in that situation where you're in a big box gym, again, you could also try to just like show up at the times that they're there. If it's 
if it's been like enough times and they keep showing up at the same time, then you can establish when they're usually going to be at the gym. So you can continue to do that. And then from there, you can kind of see, you know, you could ask them a question like this is ask them a question. This is like basic. This is like I feel like if aliens were to find this video in the future, they'd be like, how do we interact as humans? Step one, ask them a question like, duh. I mean, honestly, though, it's a pretty good way to break the ice. If you have a question about something that they're doing or something that they're wearing, I think that's a really good way to break the ice in general. I'm going to say this in general. And I don't speak for all women out there, but I'm going to speak for myself on this. When I am at the gym by myself and I have my headphones on and I'm in the zone and I'm crushing my workout, I don't really want anyone to come up to me or approach me because I just feel like if I am in the zone, you know, I... I don't want someone coming up to me. I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. And, and that's not to say like, don't talk to me ever. Um, but, you know, if there's a moment where my headphones are off or if there's like a break between sets or something and I'm kind of just looking around, maybe that's a different story. But I don't know. I think in a nutshell, it's really hard to navigate that. And I've seen I've seen some things at the gym where like, you know, guys walk up to girls out of the blue, you know, and I can tell they're really uncomfortable um, or just like gross guys like checking out girls as they're as they're doing their workouts, which is a whole nother rabbit hole. But if you're at a big box gym and, you know, you're at that environment where you're um, you've got the headphones on, it's kind of hard to get someone's attention. If there's like a main area of the gym that people hang out at, like the front desk or something, if you see them walk over there, then maybe you could also walk over there and pretend you're asking the front desk for a question or, you know, segue into a conversation with them. Say, you know, what, hey, like I, I see you working out the same time as I am, something like that. But I think as a general rule of thumb, if everybody's got their headphones on and they really look like they're in the zone, it doesn't really give like very approach me vibes. Um, and personally, like, I mean, I'm also very introverted when it comes to flirting. Like I, I, I don't want to make the first move. Like I really don't like doing that. But if someone came up to me, you know, if I was working out, I obviously wouldn't be rude to them. Like I would say hello. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's such a tricky one, isn't it? How to navigate a gym crush. I'm going to say something right now that I think is the best way to navigate having a gym crush. And I'm also going to follow that up with something else for all my girlies out there about like if you're insecure about meeting a guy at the gym, that's going to freaking blow your mind. So the one thing that I want to say is that if you are at a gym that has group fitness classes or any kind of group class where you're in like that group environment, that is the best way to start a conversation with your gym crush or to break the ice because you're already in a group environment. So people are going to be chatting. It's not like people are solitary with their headphones on. It's more laid back. It's more relaxed. People are usually going to hang out a little bit after class or before. And that's how people meet each other, right? Like if you're in that group environment and you start going at the same time that they start going at, you're going to see them more and more and then you can talk to them. And then from there, you can really start to build a conversation. So in my opinion, and this obviously isn't going to work for everyone, but if there, it's in a group setting, I feel like it's less intimidating than just like walking up to a random guy at the gym, if that makes sense. And the same goes like vice versa for guys too. Um, the other thing could be is if he, you notice that the person that you have a crush on, if he's always with a group of friends when he's working out, then maybe you could get a couple of your friends to go with you to kind of help you like break the ice a little bit. I know it sounds silly, but sometimes just like being alone in that situation and approaching someone alone can be extremely daunting. So my advice would be if you have a gym crush and you notice them, you know, if you can 
obviously this is hard to do because you can't control what someone else does. But if it's in a group fitness environment, I think you have a way better shot of approaching that person than if it's just in like the gym as it is and everybody's got their headphones on. Now, the other thing that I want to say here, and this is a logic that I have when it comes to meeting someone new, and this might sound messed up to some people, but this is my opinion, okay? If you don't like it, you can exit out of the video, out of the podcast, whatever you're watching, listening this on. Here's the logic, okay? When you are at the gym, you're looking your worst. For me, for sure. Sweaty. I look like a sewer rat. My cheeks are flushed. I my looks like I've peed myself. Like it really doesn't get much worse than me after I'm done with my workout. So if I see someone at the gym and they see me in that state and they're like, oh, she's cute. I'm going to talk to her like she's really sweet. We have good banter, whatever. I'm already winning because they've pretty much already seen me at my worst. And then from that point, especially if it's someone you are just meeting, if you decide to meet up with that person and they see you put together, you know, with makeup on, with like real people clothes on, they're going to be like, wow, she's beautiful. It's reverse psychology almost, right? Because most people would tell you, oh, the first impression is the most important thing. Like you want to make sure you look your best when you're first meeting them. But I disagree, because if they see you like that, right, and they think you're a 10 looking like a sewer rat, the sky is the limit. The sky is the freaking limit. Like it is only uphill from there. I am telling you, I would so much rather someone see me like without makeup on looking gross and still think I'm pretty than someone's meet me with makeup on and then see me without it and be like, whoa, she looks different without makeup. You know what I mean? So that's something that I offer up to you. You know, if if you're striking up a conversation with someone at the gym and you feel insecure about how you look, don't, okay? Because you're good. Like, (laughs) you're good. Trust me. Um, So that's what I have to say with that. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think like other ways that you could approach a gym crush. In my experience, I'm trying to think. I've obviously had gym crushes before. Um, you know, I've seen people at the gym that I think are are very attractive and usually nothing happens because I don't make a move. Um, but you know what? It, I will say the group fitness environment is totally easier to, uh, to do that in. And I've done that in the group fitness environment. I will admit that. And it really just comes down to you've just got to rip off the bandaid. You just got to put yourself out there. You just got to go for it. Um So that's my experience with it. I'm curious what you guys think. I'm going to put a poll on this episode too on podcast or uh, on Spotify to see what you guys think. If you have a gym crush, A, would you approach them or not? And B, would you feel more comfortable approaching them in a group fitness environment or just like the regular gym? I'd be very, very curious to hear. And I think that this is something that so many of us deal with. So many of us have gym crushes, right? We're always looking, seeing when they're going to be there. And um, I just think it's really interesting because I have a few friends now that have told me about their experience with gym crushes and kind of just hearing different people's perspectives about it. Like I would be totally cool with someone approaching me. I'm so silly like that, though, because I'm like, well, I want them to approach me, but also I don't want to have to approach them by myself. But if it's in a group environment, I will be the first person to talk. I'll be super extroverted. I have no issue in doing that. But if it's like a one on one thing, I am just too anxious to make the first move. That's just who I am. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. Drop me a comment down below. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button on YouTube and that little notification bell so you don't miss out on future videos. Over on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe. And if you really want to help the show out, leave a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. It helps get this out to more people. And I also want to just throw in here another quick apology for this lighting situation with my camera. I don't know what's going on. Uh, this is probably going to be a tough one to watch if you're watching on YouTube. Oh my God. Someone help me, please. I don't know what I'm doing with this Sony camera. But anyways, that is it, my friends. That's all I have for you today. I'm sending you so much health, wealth, success, happiness, abundance, and love, and joy, and confidence to go talk to your gym crush. All right. That is it. I'll see you next time. Bye.